gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. Episode 158 is all about NFL Week 14. We'll discuss NFL Week 13 and we'll get into head-to-head and we have a little communion with E for you in honor of the NFL Week 13 slate. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Oh, yeah. Can't complain. Oh, yeah. Mighty Canadian of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. Not going to complain, eh? <laughs> Got me a nice frosty. Is that a beer in Canadian? Yeah. Frosty, <laughs> it's delicious ice cream in English. <laughs> Eric is uh, currently hungry. <laughs> that's where the ice cream comes from. Also, frosties are fire. Uh, maybe yeah, that how- maybe that's a pop culture pick of top five uh, desserts. Oof. What is it? Did we already do desserts? So would it be fast food desserts? Anyway, a good healthy fruit plate is what I like. <laughs> I do love a good parfait, bro. Try to sound a little less gay when you say it next time. Whoa! <laughs> God damn! Whoa, Spicy! <laughs> not lying, this, is a, this is a. This is a very uh, <laughs> loving podcast. We love everybody, all of our tens and tens of listeners. This I didn't a... say I hated you because I just said less, sound less like it. This is a judgment-free zone, except for all the judgments we make. False. <laughs> so I'm going to hand it over to you, Eric, now that we're off the rails. I mean, it was not that bad. It wasn't that bad. I do love a good yeah. parfait, though. A little fruit, a little yogurt, a little too. nuts. Probably what you would love nuts, dude. I'm a, big, I'm a big fun of nat, nuts. Nats. Have you ever had those giant, like, I don't even know if they're parfaits, if they're just called like acai bowls. Have you ever had them, bitches? Oh, it's it's grown up, it's grown up parfaits, is what yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. bro. Fire, dude. I had one the other day when I was with my dad, like, like Char- charcuterie boards or just grown up lunchables. Don't change my mind, change my mind that charcuterie boards are not grown up lunchables, meat, cheese, and crackers. Thank you, bro. Like, so adults uh, just they just do it better because they got the money. You know what I mean? Acai acai bowls, fire, bro. But in fact, it's, now that you said that, next time I get invited to a party, they're like, bring a charcuterie board. I'm just gonna buy like eighteen fucking <laughs> lunchable packages, open all them bitches up, and just take that. Done. Oh, that would be hilarious. Four ninety nine. <laughs> I got a charcuterie board for four ninety nine. <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny, bro. And I get you. I bet you some pretentious bitch would be like, "Oh my god, I've never had this. What is this? <laughs> what kind it's of meat is? Good. What kind well, of meat is like, that? Oscar well, like, Meyer. Just perfectly processed Oscar Mayer. <laughs> this is from the Rhinelands in Germany. The black. This is Black Forest Ham by Oscar Mayer. <laughs> And this is, this he gives you the region it's grown from. This is a little bit of Americana cheese from the craft facility. From the craft, it's art, artisanally uh, grown from the craft family. <laughs> Bro, ne- Nestle Tolu. Yeah, yeah. Nestle Tolu. Yes. Great reference. All right, so. As I mentioned, we're, we have communion with E on this episode, so we're going to go ahead and t- pass it to E, yes. and we'll get we'll kick it off. So in honor of my boy, A.J. Brown, having eight catches, 119 yards, and two touchdowns against his former team, coincidentally, which made them fire their GM for trading him to us. I don't know if that's the exact reason why, but I'm going to take that and run with it. 
Um, fired him because they traded him to us. He had one of the best revenge games we've ever seen. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, mm, I wonder who else has had a good revenge game. I couldn't think of anything, so I'm going to ask you guys. Do you guys have any <laughs> a list of better revenge games or great revenge games that you've witnessed? And if so, please let me know because I want to I hear them. Yes. One, one jumps to my head because it hurt a lot. 2014. Okay, let, let, let me go back to 2013. 2013 offseason, the Carolina Panthers are heavily invested in a wide receiver named Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin is a fat piece of shit uh, who didn't work out. But to make room on the roster for their young wide receiver who was a bitch, Kelvin Benjamin, they had to get rid of a, we- a veteran wide receiver who was very demanding and exacting of Kelvin Benjamin. That wide receiver was Steve Smith Sr. Steve Smith Sr. in the 2014 season signed with the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens in week four played the Carolina Panthers in which Steve Smith said, and I quote, you better put some goggles on because there are going to be blood and guts everywhere. Steve Smith then decided to torch the Carolina Panthers for 139 yards and two scores to then say they let this 34 year old man run around like days, a bunch of school children. (laughs) Oh, Steve Smith, Steve Smith. Oh man. That's good. I honestly, I don't have any revenge games that come to mind. None whatsoever. I don't know. Ronaldo, when he played against United, when he came back against United, but is that really revenge? No. Yeah. I don't bigger, better things. I don't have anything. Uh, so I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll give kind of a, I'll let you guys judge if, if this is a revenge game. 2015. The Toronto Blue Jays to walk off the Texas Rangers. Jose Batista hits a home run that has gone down in history and in my mind as a core memory because of the bat flip he did. In the 2016 season, the Texas Rangers got revenge because when Jose Batista reached second base, Texas Rangers shortstop Ruffendo Dor punched him square in the jaw. But then in the 2016 division series, the Toronto Blue Jays beat the fuck out of the Texas Rangers. So kind of a revenge game, I guess. Well, I mean, that's a revenge game, kind of, in a way. Uh, I mean, Jordan but I w- versus the Pistons. Is that's that a good, is that's that's a, a revenge one. series? Well, that's that's what I was going to ask you guys because I was worried we wouldn't be able to think of much, so I googled it, and I have a couple different articles here pulled up. I'm just going to go uh, real quick with this article, written by the18.com. Um, number four, Duke versus UNLV in the '91 championship. Oh, that's before my time. Yeah, you're going to have to give us a little bit of that. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to go real quick. Duke, uh, one of the best programs. Krzyzewski, one of the best coaches. They're giving I mean, them their flowers. 
But before all this, the title banners was a game that made Duke the program that it is. In the 1990 National Championship, a young coach and a young team was proving itself a promising upstart in the world of college basketball. Uh, they were in their third straight Final Four, and finally in 1990, the national title game with a shot to bring home Duke's first national championship, first national championship ever. That team stood in the way was UNLV. However, that game was over before it started. UNLV won 103 to 73. Ooh, the that was following the year. That was the first time they had a shot at a title as Duke, right? That was their first time in the championship as Duke. Yes, with Coach K and everything. Yeah, Coach the K. following year. Um, after that embarrassing loss, they got their revenge in the regional final. They met again. Duke won 79-77 with a young Christian Leitner. Everybody hates Christian hitting two clutch free throws at the end to win that game. And then they went on to win their first national title. So that was their number four revenge game. Number three, the USA versus the Soviet Union Olympic men's hockey in the 1980s. Oh, that's a good one. Cool. Uh, I'm going to skip. Everybody knows that. Uh, Brazil versus Germany. <laughs> in 2014, Germany beats Brazil in the semifinal in their home country to uh, 7-1. Broke with a broken back Neymar and a whole bunch of other players out. It would have been 7-3 if Neymar was playing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> now, Brazil is a historic franchise. They've won World Cups. They've won every tournament in South America. They've produced some of the greatest soccer players of all time. Yada, yada, yada. We all know this. In 2016, the only thing they hadn't won was the U.S. was not the U.S. was the Olympic gold for soccer, and who did they beat in the final? You're muted, Nick. Germany. Not even the same. Not I'm even just the saying. same. They I'm got saying. embarrassed in their home country seven one. I'm just giving you the list, my boy. It's not my list. What was the revenge game for Brazil? I missed it. I was trying to get Nick unmuted. U.S. Oh, I keep saying U.S. The <laughs> Olympic, the 2016 Olympic final game was uh, Brazil. Versus Germany, and God, motherfucking Neymar scored and brought his country their first Olympic gold medal. I hear, there's, I hear. There's there's three players above the age of 23 that national teams can select to play in their Olympic squad. Bro, I'm just giving it's, you a list, my guy. Eric, quit being hangry. It's not even close. All right, number one. Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees yeah, in the ALCS 2004. I will say this one counts for sure. 2003, 2003 we all know Aaron what happened. Boone hits a walk-off home run to eliminate the Boston Red Sox Thank again. Bums. <laughs> all right, 2004. This is where you step in oh, as the sorry. Red Sox fan. And then uh, – <laughs> Oh, yeah, so then they eliminate us. It was the year everybody thought the World Series Red Sox were going to finally break the curse. Next year – they get back to the ALCS. It's again, it's the Red Sox, Yankees. We all know about the bloody sock. We all know about the 3-0 comeback. The Red Sox go on to have the best, best revenge series ever because they broke history with it, or they made history with it. Uh, I found another list. I'm just going to run through them here. I'm not going to give you guys the motherfucking details, but Dirk versus the Heat. Absolutely. Mike. All right. Jordan versus the Pistons. Absolutely. Reggie Miller versus the Knicks. Absolutely. San Francisco versus Dallas, NFL. Uh, I don't know the details of it that It says one. the first blood was the Cowboys. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Cowboys would knock the 49ers, 49ers out of the playoffs in the 92 NFC Championship game. And then in 93, championship game, which was the Cowboys' back-to-back -back Super Bowl years. And then the Niners got revenge in 94 when they beat them in the conference championship. Did we already talk about the John Gruden Super Bowl? No. Oh, that's a good so John, one, too. So John Gruden coaching the Raiders. Yeah. Then 
coaching the Bucks and beating the fuck out of them. Yeah. Uh, Favre versus the Packers. Mm-hmm. That's the one Nevada submitted in the comments. Right. Yeah. Um, Lakers versus Celtics. Um, I don't even know which game they're talking about with this one. What the fuck? All right. So I, I didn't know there was a comment tab, right? Oh, <laughs> but boy. switching over to the comment tab, Nevada said the United States against Al-Qaeda. <laughs> it's a great revenge game. Uh, uh, Tom Brady uh, owned the Colts up until 2006 when Fanning finally got over the hump. Uh, Giants versus Patriots. John Gruden versus Raiders. Wayne Gretzky versus the Oilers. Oh, that's a good one. Muhammad Ali doesn't lose twice, but he did. Was it? And then he beat Joe Fraser. It's a revenge fight. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I... he gets into a whole bunch of crazy shit. Agassi versus Sampras, Sean Thornton versus Matt Cook, and a whole bunch of other shit. <laughs> I think my favorite one is is that Dirk one. That Dirk Nowitzki one with old-ass Jason Kidd, old-ass Jason Terry, old-ass Sean Marion, old-ass Tyson Chandler, fucking J.J. Barea, Deshaun Stevenson. They took down LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Mario Chalmers. Like, (laughs) are you kidding me? Wait, one of those squads is not like the other, my guy. Yo, J.J. Barea, what a name. That's my guy, bro. What a call! Uh, so there's two entries here on this article. I had a third article pulled up. The third, this, there's two entries here. I'll read Terry Francona versus the Red Sox after winning them two World Series. Beat the brakes off with the Indians. Yeah. yeah, beat the brakes off of them. And then uh, LeBron's three-one uh, comeback versus the Warriors after Yawn. getting stomped out the year before. It's Yawn. on the if, list. If Draymond doesn't get punched in the dick, it's a different series. If Draymond doesn't punch LeBron in the dick. Oh right. If Draymond is not the dick puncher. Punch LeBron in the dick. Anyway. Yeah, they gave um, LeBron that title, bro. I do they had to make, save him. I do want to add one more that I just thought of or that I thought of on the last podcast. Uh, Portugal will beat whoever they're playing in the next round, and then France will beat England, and then France will get its revenge. <laughs> It'll be the greatest revenge game of all time. It'll be 7-0. We're going to crush those little motherfuckers. It's going to be epic. Let me ask you this. What is how likely are we to see Portugal Argentina in the final? Not likely at all because Brazil's coming so. out of that side of it. I hope so, but I think Brazil is going to beat the brakes off anybody. Yeah, it's theirs to lose. I would love, I dude, I'm just saying, Argentina Portugal in the 2022 World Cup, it's what the world needs. First of all, I just want to say something. Did you, did either of you happen to tune into the Brazil South Korea game? Yes, I watched right. the first. I watched the first right. twenty-five minutes of it and turned it off because it Where, was like. Did Did you guys happen to catch any of the pregame stuff? Uh-uh. Fucking homeboy for Brazil says Neymar's playing at about seventy percent. Did you watch Neymar? If that's seventy percent, I'm really worried he's going to get back to hundred. I don't. Think I'm really Neymar, worried about. I don't. I don't think Neymar was really that. That. Dude, Neymar's easy. Just slide tackle him like 15 times. So develop an ankle injury. Yeah, Neymar, I'm not worried about. Yawn. Yawn. Have you heard of Lionel? He's a lion. <laughs> a messy lion. <laughs> Somebody pointed out a good uh, a good point today that uh, uh, Maradona lost his first World Cup, then had the hand of you God. You say Maradona. It's fine. 
<laughs> okay. Maradona. Put that flair on it. And then Messi lost his first World Cup to the Nazis, and now he's going for his second one. Oh. So, Jesus. <laughs> Didn't know Nazis were making an appearance in today's episode. <laughs> uh, check it off your bingo card. Check it off your bingo card. Dude. We should absolutely create Room 303 bingo cards. So what? Bro. Oh God! What? What was the thing that I saw? It was like whoever joins uh, PSG, that team then wins the World Cup. Uh, Who just in, recently joined PSG? In, in 2018, it was like Mbappe joined uh, PSG, and, and the me- next. Messi. Or sorry, sorry. In 2017. Yeah, uh, Mbappe joined PSC 2018. France won the World Cup. Messi joined in 2021. So in 2022, Argentina is going to win the World Cup. And there was one before that, but I don't remember what it was. It had to be Germany, no? Who was it? Was it PSG? Draxler? No. Julian Draxler? No. What is what? By the way, what has happened to Julian Draxler? What a meteor! What a meteoric fall from grace, huh? He's still alive. How can how can Mario Goza get on the squad with half a heart, but we can't find room for Julian Drexler? Is he hurt? I thought he was hurt. Oh, he's I only mean, twenty nine. Does Drexler still play for PSG? Yeah, he's hurt. No, Paratine right? Benefica on loan from Paris. Saint he Germain. was he was our he was our striker on Football Manager. He was our he was our super our guy. He was our our super sub. sub. Him and Di Maria, bro. Di Maria was not happy. He was not playing. Oh, every time. We had to give him <laughs> mad minutes just to keep him happy. He <laughs> just some minute halftime every time. That's what happens when Christian Pulisic comes to the squad, bro. Be better. <laughs> so you heard it here. Argentina wins it all this year. Go ahead and bet it at the house. All right, so those are the best revenge games. Now that Eric has given us a list, which what's your not what's your pick, Eric? What's the best revenge game? AJ Brown versus the Titans. No, dude, that had no, little no. to no impact. <laughs> like uh, Red Sox versus Yankees because of all the history yeah, and record breaking. You're shit. right. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. What about you, Nick? Uh, just because it hurts my heart so much, it's got to be the Steve Smith one. <laughs> you're you're going to do a franchise great like that, and then he's just going to go off like he did. Like, of course. That's one thing I will say. Like Steve Smith. It was much more significant than the AJ Brown one because AJ Brown didn't even sign an extension with the Titans. You know what I mean? Like, right. how many games did AJ Brown actually play? Because he was always hurt. Car- you know? dude, dude, Carolina cut him and then paid him four million dollars to play for another team. <laughs> That's what was situation. so disgusting about it. It was so bad, bro. It was so bad. Just so they could have Kelvin Benjamin. AJ Brown got traded to a good fucking <laughs> right. team. You hey, know what I mean? In, like, in Kelvin's defense, though, coming out of college, man, that kid had some serious hype around him. But it's oh, just, dude, he, the, the reason – no, he didn't. He had some serious red flags everywhere. He, he was loved lazy. food. He was lazy, and he got on the Panthers. That? And Steve Smith, who's the not laziest mother – who's the opposite, was like, yo, you bitch ass is lazy. And, and Kelvin Benjamin went and complained to management. And since he was a top, a first round pick, the Panthers were like, "Oh, better ditch Steve Smith and not listen to this guy that literally was like a five foot seven kick returner out of Utah." 
Heart and soul. Yeah, heart became, and soul of a yeah, franchise. Yeah, who became like who became like the greatest below six foot wide receiver of all time. Bro, that Steve Smith scenario is crazy. I'm just I AJ Brown balled the fuck out. I'm not taking it away from it. I'm also like Steve Smith balled out, but I mean when you're talking about some of these revenge games for championships. That's it. Just it almost doesn't feel like it holds a candle, but I'll, I feel I'll, I'll, I'll I, it see. makes sense because both of the it's both your teams. So AJ Brown, Steve Smith, I fuck with. But that that Dirk Nowitzki, that loss to the Heat in in two thousand six, mm. up two zero. Shaq's not the same. Dirk Nowitzki was an absolute force that year. And they just got physical with them, and the dude cracked under pressure. Literally cracked under pressure. While Dwayne Wade hits 22 of 22 free throws in a, in a deciding game of the series. And then he comes back, and first of all, nobody had the Mavericks in the finals. The year the, the Super Heat formed. Nope. Nobody had the Mavericks in the finals, bro. That was not a team anyone expected to be there. They were a good team. They were a playoff team, right? They weren't a team you necessarily wanted to see in the playoffs, but that, like, nobody was beating their chest saying, my boy, Dirk's taking it all that year. No chance. And then he goes in and takes on, on paper, just one of the most absurd Teams to ever be assembled via free agency. I mean, I'm going with that Dirk one. I respect the AJ Brown one. That one's super significant, especially when you get the GM who traded you fired two days later. That's all time iconic. And I said it this morning. That's the easily one of the best revenge games of all time I've ever seen. Uh, and what I get he, what, what did he put up? What did what did AJ Brown eight, put up? Eight one nineteen and two tutties. And a very serious stiff arm to number 47. I don't know his name. He's a bum. <laughs> yeah, put that dude on his ass. Probably who they traded for. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then the th- it's funny because the dude that they drafted to replace A.J. Brown got lit game. up and yeah, had to leave the, the game. game he got a touchdown, though. So good for the young fella. Yeah. Not what we're expecting in that game. I, I was hoping Traylon Burks would at least acquit himself nicely so that way Titans fans could. <laughs> but all right, let's get into week 13. Eric, read us the – first of all, before we get into week 13, take us through head-to-head, then take us to week thir- – you know the drill. Yeah, there you go. I was ready. Um, so in our 2022 NFL head-to-head, uh, week what 13, Nick had the Los Angeles Rams at plus 7.5, so that was a dub. That brings you to 6-5-1. and one. Uh, Jermaine, you had the Saints-Bucks under 39.5. That hit. Two horrible teams. 4-8. and eight. And I, uh, unfortunately, I believe in Houston too much. And I took the Houston on the line. And <laughs> that was a crazy bet, bro. You another L. So now I'm Amazing. seven and five. Amazing. Still in first, though. But Nick's tightening it up. And Jermaine, you're, you know, you're. You're stringing enough wins in there to be uh, in the competition in the mix. So this is the NFC South of head to head. I ain't out yet. <laughs> Going a little heater here. It's turning around. Uh, bro, so we got five weeks left. I would have to win out to be above 500. <laughs> and, 
and I would need some help from you guys. Need some help. <laughs> I would need some help, bro. <laughs> My favorite phrase in just, sports. Dude, just pick Not winners. Eliminated. Not eliminated. Not eliminated. Need some help. Dude, just pick winners. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, just throw strikes. Bro, anyway. Sorry, excuse me. So just now score we're going- goals, bro. <laughs> just, hey, come on. Just score goals. I didn't know that. No, I didn't think about that, coach. Holy simple, dude. You just shit, do the thing man. that you're getting paid to do. Did you just spit everywhere? Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to move into the week 13 picks. Um, I'll start with uh, Jermaine. You went awful. Uh, I did awful. You went three and eight, bringing your yearly total to – or yearly total since week seven since I've been doing this, uh, 37, <laughs> 43, and three. So garbage. Uh, That's really Nicholas, not that bad, though. You did hit on the Philly Tennessee Titan uh-huh. over by .5, which was of legendary. Of course. Uh, Nick, you went six and ten, bringing you to thirty-eight and forty-one. Oh, yeah, baby. And your little nuggies that could use some sauce went two and five, and went and now brings oh, you up to yeah. twenty-one and twenty-three. So you are all <laughs> sub five hundred right now. Six fuck. and ten, three and eight. We really fuck. showed up this week. Yeah, fuck the NFL. I don't even know why I bother typing this shit up, dude. Be better. <laughs> this is a guy who has to make no picks. Right. <laughs> I'd be doing better than you, clowns. Okay. Would you? Would you? Oh, no, okay. would you? Hey, would hey, you? Nah, you know what? You know what? Since this is our podcast, Jermaine, we're gonna take an emergency detour. Oh, only Eric picks this week. Only Eric picks this week. Send me the link. Yep. Send me the link, Eric. Only yep. you pick this week. No, okay, no, I will give no, picks, but no, no, we got we're keeping record and shit, guys. Come nah, on. No, 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 no. Hey, Jermaine, Jermaine, you you good to take a hiatus? I'm good. I'll take a week off. Bye week. Take, <laughs> bye, bye week. week. <laughs> bye week. <laughs> you're picking all of it. No, this podcast is going to be eight minutes long. Come on. Just give me picks. I'll give you guys picks. This no, no, no. Nope. You've been outvoted. Hey, this is, here's the, this thing. is the democracy. Here's the, thing. here's the thing. I won't give you picks. Jermaine won't give you picks. I will give you my nuggets, though, for the week. Fair? I mean, no. We need content, and I need to keep track of your guys' picks. No, pick. it's bye week. This, We're on bye week. We'll give you the head-to-head. We'll you give, had the first you, six weeks to week on by. You said we need to be better. So you show us how to be better. All right, dog. Take okay, us to school, you. Eric. All right. All right, Let's go, baby. All right, All right so do hold on. Before we get into this, let's at least recap week 13. Okay. All right. As we, so, as we yell at each other. <laughs> we, All right, bet then. <laughs> yeah, people would All think, right, bet then. People would think <laughs> we hate each other the yeah. way we always yell, people bro. People always think we hate each other, dude. <laughs> All right, so let me, pull up, let me pull up the little scoreboard for week 13. Eric is a bitch, so... Do I All still right. gotta type my own picks in? Yes. I, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, actually, if you want to type them in, you can. All right. So, um, Thursday's game: Bills took on took down the Patriots by fourteen. Any commentary? No. No. Eric's fucking hiding now. <laughs> he's he's going to subscribe to a capper. <laughs> I'm watching TikTok videos of other cappers. He's subscribing right now. Week fourteen. <laughs> Yo, I need help. I need help. He's on the chat. He's live. Yo, yo, he's Nevada. live streaming Yo, Nevada, on Instagram. Nevada, real quick, send Eric your picks. All right, so Steelers beat the Falcons by three. Uh, Packers continue to own the Bears. Lions put an absolute yo, shellacking on the Jaguars. What's up? Yo, is Mike Tomlin about to not have a losing record again? Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> he really is, dude. What a it's fucking incredible. savage. And hey, we said G. seven games. We said his over was seven. I'm, I'm every time I watch him, I'm like, just get that win. <laughs> just get, get just get that. Just get that over. <laughs> Yo, who had Eric? Can you look up which one of us had Pittsburgh to win the division? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah think, it was me and Nick. I think me and Nick had that one. Give me a sec. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. So Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears. Nothing to discuss there. How about the Lions putting 40 on the Jaguars? Beat the fuck out of them. Yo, the, like the Lions is, are in striking distance. Is Trevor Lawrence the new Rex Grossman? No. No, I He's don't know. He's not cool know. enough to be Rex Grossman. I don't know. I, no. I think it's early. I feel uh, like if you, if you listen to like the Eric, like Eric likes to say, if you listen to the talking heads, every week they're like, what a great game by Trevor Lawrence. And the next week they're like, awful performance by Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so real uh, quick for that, for that Pittsburgh thing, we all took the over seven wins, and I took them to win the division. Nick had them uh, winning the division as well. So, Ooh, okay. So you guys are still right, in it. Hey, tank. you guys are hey, still in it. Uh, the Vikings barely escaped the Jets in what would could be described as – the field goal game for New York. My goodness, you punch one of those touchdowns in, it's a different game. Right? Yo, the Vikings were up big in that game and then just took fell their apart, foot off the gas. bro. Fell Mike, apart. The legend of Mike White continues. Yo, uh, Nick, if only you would have bet a Commanders Giants overtime tie this week. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, um, Eagles beat the fuck out of the Titans, and I'll tell you what, I have a lot of Titans fans that are my friends, and they are going through it. They were going it was, through it before the GM got fired. Listen, we, we got to explain these Titan fans. They're obnoxious. One of them is the loudest dude in the group, right? And they're always money, Titans money line, Titans money line, Titans money line. Are we yeah. including me in the group? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not that loud, bro. You think you're loud, but you're not. Um... All they scream is Titans money line, Titans money line. This Saturday night, we all have our little group thing that we bet Titans money line lock. Blah, blah blah. So sweet to see them just be crushed by the end of the first quarter. Game blouses, bro. That's what we said. AJ Brown walked into the end zone. Nick. AJ Brown had a forty-one yard touchdown. Get called back for pass interference. Immediate or yeah, pass interference. Immediately turn around on the very next play. Had another forty-one yard passing. Or receiving touchdown. <laughs> Damn. Shake and bake. The Commanders Giants kept the NFC uh, East incredibly interesting <laughs> with that tie. Ravens scored 10 points in a victory. Yo, the- if, yo if, if Taylor Heineke ties, does he get one shoe? Does he buy one shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun Watson's return game, 12 for 22, 131 yards. Six yard average uh, per completion, one interception, one sack for one yard, QBR of twenty eight point five, and a rating of fifty three point four. Cleveland won twenty seven fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best stat line ever. Oh, dude, it's all about how you deliver that, bro. Yeah, you really massage that in there. <laughs> Yo, so Seahawks beat the Rams by four. Uh, Baker Mayfield is now a, a Los Angeles Ram. Hopefully, he continues to make more commercials. Uh, the 49ers. He's in Hollywood, baby. 49ers beat the brakes off the Dolphins. Jimmy At G. Cost? Jimmy G. sacrificed his foot again for a 49ers victory. 
uh, not out for the season, surprisingly. I then, see franchise tag him again. You have <laughs> you, for his services. You have the Raiders who beat the Chargers. God, the Chargers are just the Chargers charge. You know what I mean? The Chargers charge. That's what they do, bro. Raiders beat them twenty-seven twenty. Dallas Cowboys fifty-four to nineteen over Jeff Saturday's lossless Yo, Colts. Am I crazy, or was this game like kind of close at the end of the? Well, you seen the you seen the uh, you saw the um, points scored in the fourth, correct? Thirty-three, yeah. right? They scored thirty-three points in the fourth quarter. But this was like. I, I, I remember checking the score at the end of the third quarter, and I was like, oh, shit. My Colts bet has a chance to cash. So here it is. It was 10-7 at the end of one. It was 21-13 at half. It was 21-19 at the end of the third quarter. And the game ended 54-19. Jesus Christ. Fourth quarter scoring. Michael Gallup, three-yard pass for Dak Prescott off a turnover. Malik Hooker, 38-yard fumble return. Uh, Tony Pollard, 30-yard run off a turnover. Ezekiel Elliott, four-yard run off a turnover. Malik Davis, 23-yard run off a turnover, bro. (laughs) Yo. So, not to interrupt you, Jermaine, but I just think I got one of the best disses I've ever got. So, Nevada in the comments said, Nick, I like your peacocking hair. And mm. Eric just commented, looks like a broke Jack Grealish. <laughs> Ouch, bro. Not only are you Jack Grealish, you got no money, dude. No money. That's a double it's, whammy, that, that bro. That means I pay for this haircut, dude. <laughs> and in, That's and, Good job. And, it's a recap week 13. And what I am now dubbing the fire Dennis Allen E fucking immediately <laughs> game. The Buccaneers came back and beat the Saints 17 to 6, 16. Can you tell me we're up 16 to 3? Why the fuck is Mike Evans getting single coverage? <laughs> I don't know, man. Saints will Saint, I guess. Bro, we are so good at making iconic comebacks. Do you, All right. did, did you really feel like that game was in hand, 16-3? No, because we kept <laughs> fucking dropping balls. Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave had two critical drops in the first half. Both of those catches are made. We score at least minimum six more points. You know who would love to be up 16-3? The Broncos. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> Dude, they They're, that means they're a Lamar winning the game. They knocked Lamar Jackson <laughs> out of the game. They held the team to ten points and fucking lost. Tyler Hunt, Tyler Huntley for president. My God, bro, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. All right, with that being said, thank you for joining us on today's edition of What Will Eric Pick. The week 14 slate is upon us, and Thursday night's matchup is none other than the Las Vegas Raiders traveling in to take on the Los Angeles Rams. The line is currently Raiders minus six. The over-under is 44.5, and the money line is minus 240 for the Raiders and plus 200 for the Rams. Eric, thoughts? 
Good luck. Wait, hold on, hold, hold on. What? No nuggets. Once, oh, all right, okay. I'll, all right, no Nick nuggets. has no nuggets. Then go ahead. Before I get my picks, um, am I typing these or are you typing them? I'll type them. Okay. Typing them. I just picking. want to make sure they get typed. Hey, welcome to the stage, brother. I'll, I'm here. I'll introduce my co-host, I'm just, I'm Eric Washington. Give, I'm just going to give you guys my picks. I'm going to take Raiders minus six, and I'm going to take the under 44 and a half. Eric. Hold on. Raiders or Las Vegas minus six. I love six. this. I love this. I'm going to clown the shit out of you when you go fucking three and 14. And you want the over 44 and a half? Under. All right. Under Las Vegas. I think I heard the over. Yeah. (laughs) Under 44 and a half. Minus 110. All right. So that's two bets, one game. The next game to kick off our Sunday, December 7th. December 11th slate. We have the Minnesota Vikings traveling in to Detroit football lions. The Detroit lions are a minus two and a half point favorite. The over under is set for 53 and the money line is minus minus one thirty for Detroit and plus plus one ten for Minnesota. So Any nuggets. So divisional game, right? Minnesota traveling into Detroit. Like Jermaine said previously this year, Detroit won the game. Eric's leaving now because he's scared. 28 to 24. The last five years, Minnesota is four and one. But Detroit last year snapped the winning streak at home. All right. There's the nugs. Uh, Minnesota money line. I don't like the over. It's too high. Even though I do think it's going to hit, but I'm not going to go over. Minnesota money line. Eric's taking the revenge game. Minnesota money line plus one ten. All right, that takes us into the Philadelphia Football Eagles. Kaka! Flying in to take on the New York Football Giants. Kaka! <laughs> Eagles open or Eagles are minus seven. The over under is forty five and a half. Eagles money line minus three fifteen. Giants money line plus two sixty. Any nuggets? Uh, all right. Divisional game. They have not played this year, the Eagles and the Giants. The last five games, the Eagles have lost the last two years traveling into East Rutherford with them with winning the previous three years after that, which means they're three and two in the last five. All right. To you, Eric. Uh, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the under 45 and a half and Giants plus seven. But I hope it's your Giants Philly by a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Philly by Philly hangs a 50 burger. All right. So. So New York Giants plus seven. Let me make sure I put the odds. All right. So next game, we have the New York Jets traveling in to take on the Buffalo Bills. The Jets are currently nine and a half point dogs. The over under is 43 and a half. New York Jets money line is plus 340. Buffalo Bills money line minus 425. You've got to love it. If the spread 
is greater than equal to 9.5. What do we say, gentlemen? We take the under on the year. After last week, 15 and 8, that's 65%. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Favorites with a spread greater than equal greater than or equal to 9.5 are 10 and 14 against the spread on the year. That's 41%. However, 20 and 4 straight up. Uh, also a division game. And a rest disadvantage game. There's just so many nuggets in this. Thank you, Nevada. I appreciate being blessed. The divisional game, the Jets traveling into Buffalo. The Jets traveling into Buffalo, they are 2-3 and three over the last five years. They did win the previous game this year, 20-17. Uh, to 17. With a rest advantage, because Buffalo played on Thursday Night Football, Buffalo is 8-5 and five straight up. But five, seven, and one against the spread. The Jets, with a rest disadvantage since 2019, are five and seven straight up, but seven and five against the spread. Eric Washington, your picks. Um, under 43 and a half, Buffalo money line. Not Jets plus nine and a half. <clears throat> okay. Buffalo under 43 and a half. I was thinking about taking that Jets plus nine and a half, but they already beat them once. And Buffalo money line, you said? Si, senor. Minus 425. Very nice. My wife. All right. So <clears throat> next game, we have the Deshaun Watson Browns. Taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. This game is Cincinnati minus six. The over-under is set for 47. Bengals money line is minus 265. Cleveland Browns money line is plus 225. Cincinnati traveling into Cleveland. Obviously a divisional game. The last five years, Cincinnati is two and three defending their home turf. The Browns have won the last two games in Cincinnati. And... They won the game earlier this year, 32-13. to 13. Obviously, Deshaun Watson is the quarterback. Eric, your pick. Bengals minus six, over 47. <clears throat> Cincinnati minus six. I hope he I, – I really – Eric, I love you. You're a great friend. If I ever get remarried, you're going to be in my, in my groomsmen. You're going to be one of my groomsmen. I hope you go over this week. I, I, I might pray on it, actually. Cincinnati minus six. Cincinnati over 47. <clears throat> you have the Houston Te in the bat the Texas Bowl. You have the Houston Texans traveling to Dallas to take on them girls. Dallas Cowboys are currently minus 17. The over-under is 44 and a half. Dallas Cowboys money line is minus 1,500. And Houston, Texas money line is plus 900. So, told you earlier, we love when the spread is greater than or equal to nine and a half, we take the under. And I told you that favorites with a spread greater than or equal to nine and a half are 10 and 14 on the year. That fits both of those metrics. Eric, over to you. Do I have to pick one for each game? Nope. 
No, you haven't. Yeah, you haven't had it. You haven't had to pick for any of the games. Yeah. I don't. I don't want anything to do with this game. You could have troll. You could have trolled us and took no bets. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would have been so funny, bro. I'd be dying. If I gave all the nuggets to you, like, okay, no bet. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Man, there's a ton of divisional matchups this week. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. All right, so the next matchup, we have the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars traveling in to take on the division leadings down in their feelings, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is minus three and a half. The over-under is 41 and a half. Tennessee's money line is minus 190. And Jacksonville is at plus 160. Eric, I'm not going to tell you which way to bet. But I'm going to tell you two nuggets that might point that way. Teams scoring less than 10 points the previous week. Favorites on the year the next week are 10, 8, and 1. That's 55%. Tennessee... Fits that category. Obviously, like Jermaine said, the spread is what it is. Divisional games. The Jacksonville Jaguars traveling into Tennessee the last five years have not won a game in Tennessee. Your thoughts? Uh, They just fired their GM, right? The organization's a mess. They're god-awful. Their O-line is trash. They're a run-first team that can't run the ball. They have no wide receivers. The quarterback is ass. Their rookie quarterback is ass. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Tennessee minus three and a half. <laughs> Tennessee minus three and a half. I love it. I love yeah. the whole build up just to take the favorite. I mean, yeah. I was like, he's not taking like, Jackson. He's not taking Jackson. <laughs> any other? Any others? No, that underscares me because I don't know where that offense is going to come from. All right. So, yeah. So then you would want the under, no? Yeah, but it's 41 and a half. Like, I mean, me, you, and Nick can go out there and get 41 on the Jacksonville defense. I don't think I could. <laughs> All you have to do is hit me over the middle, dog. You know I that's a winning that. combo, bro. I'll pay to see that. Know, Who's dude, the, the safety last, for the Jags? I, I don't know, dude. The last time I hit you, you were Captain No Hands. What? The last time I threw a pass to you, you dropped it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're talking about the miraculous toe tap back of the end zone touchdown that I almost had. No, you dropped it. I'm not. I'm not talking about it on a football field. I tossed you something. And you dropped it the last time I came to see you. What was it? A beer? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't think. I, I don't. I don't. I don't trust the all hands team anymore. What are you talking about? Trust right it. We now. gotta get out there. We gotta. What get are you? What are you talking about right now? Sling. What are you talking about? He's. We're like, what did you throw? I don't know. So you're just making Literally, shit dude, up like, right now. Me, dude, like Dak Prescott. <laughs> Just making shit up right now. All right, so I have Tennessee minus three and a half. Nothing else. The very next game, we have the Baltimore Ravens traveling into the Pittsburgh Steelers. Always a fun matchup. Pittsburgh is currently the favorite at minus two and a half. The over-under set for 37. Pittsburgh's money line is minus 145, and Baltimore's money line is plus 125. I think this is the first time in podcast history that I can say this, and Jermaine mentioned this already. I don't think we've ever had a take teams scoring less than 10 points the previous week as victors in podcast room through through history. However, the, the Baltimore Ravens scored exactly 10 points. So their spread, like Jermaine said, plus two and a half at Pittsburgh. They do fit the metrics, 
of dogs with spreads less than 10 on the year. Those dogs are 13 and five. That's 72% hit rate. It's also a division game. Baltimore traveling into Pittsburgh. The last five years, Baltimore traveling into Pittsburgh, they are two and three with the last two years being losses traveling to Pittsburgh. They have not played Pittsburgh this year. Eric Washington. Eric Ty- Enrique Washington. Over Tyler to- Huntley versus Kenny Pickett, bro. What the, a matchup. The, the battle of the big dicks. I don't want anything to do with this game. Sounds good. Nothing? No. I, 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 dude, I got no tape on Huntley. You know what I mean? Huntley's a, Huntley's, a, a, Huntley. Huntley's a dog, bro. Such a fucking bum, dude. You have tons of tape. All you right, tape all last right. year where Huntley was four and a half. Oh, moving on. All right. Next game. Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Denver <laughs> to take on them Broncos. Yeehaw. The line is Kansas City minus nine and a half. The over under is 43. Kansas City money line is minus 390 on the road. And the Broncos are plus 320. All right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue a lot of different points here. But wait. But wait until I get to the very end. Right? So, dogs with a spread less than 10 points after scoring less than 10 points the previous week. Like I said, 13 and 5. Denver obviously qualifies for that. Also... If the spread is greater than 9.5, we're going to take the under and we're going to take the dog. That that should suggest you're saying to yourself, Eric, you're saying to yourself, man, Denver plus 9.5 sounds like a great bet. However, I would say no. Because Casey traveling to Denver is on a current seven-game winning streak in the Mile High City. 13 win streak in total. Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game to the Denver Broncos. (laughs) I mean, that's amazing. (laughs) They play twice a year. The Kansas City Chiefs, twice a year. They play twice a year. The Kansas City Chiefs have beaten the Denver Broncos in 13 straight games. Eric, is this... The year, are you boldly predicting the 13-game win streak ends right now? Absolutely not. <laughs> All, uh, right. All right, before you pick, mm-hmm. Nevada, your boss, recently said that we could give him six points on whatever spread came out. The spread came out to nine. We gave him six points. That's 15. Are you also taking Kansas City minus 15? You know, I have FOMO, dude. <laughs> it's a real bad case of FOMO. No, I'll take the nine and a half and I'll take money line Kansas City, though. Can we interest you in Kansas City minus 15, though? <laughs> right. That's what we're asking. If I were to add three points in there, can I? If I were to also add six points. Can I interest you in KC minus 21? I'll take the 15. I'm not taking 21. Perhaps if Jermaine could add six points, could we offer no, no, you no. in the Kansas City minus 27? No, 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 no. You said you wanted the under in this game? Who? You. No, I didn't say anything about the unders. 
Because I, I don't know if the Chiefs are just going to run up the score or not. Yeah, but you said two things. You said Kansas City minus nine and a half. And the money line. And the money line. They went by like four for some reason. You've got to parlay all these favorite money lines you're taking. No? I mean, how many favorites am I taking? You've taken a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't always pan out that way, You're not putting 10 bucks on the KC money line. So you you have the Raiders money line? Or sorry, yeah. you have sorry Raiders spread. Hold on, where's the money line? Minnesota is a dog. Yeah, Buffalo. You have Tennessee. That's a spread. You have can you have Buffalo and Kansas City. Those are both. It's heavy three, favorites. Three ninety and four twenty five. Yeah, those are heavy favorites. I'll take my chances on that to get at least two dubs next week. I have All right. To go over. <laughs> this is a good slate to to be put on the spot. Hello, it's, God, it's me. It's, it's clear cut. This is uh, this is an easy week. So if he goes over on this week, that's tough. <laughs> that's a bad break, Eric. <laughs> the gods the just don't love you. The gods says. don't love you. They took your hair and they don't give you a win, bro. <laughs> to quote Damn, Nevada Putnam. To quote Nevada Putnam. You showed your head. <laughs> to quote Nevada Putnam. I can't wait to see what stupid stat they put up. They put up about the Broncos this week. Uh, just for tracking purposes, we're not going to count it as an actual, actual bet, but I do want to see Kansas City minus 15. See if that hits. Right. I'll put it next to my name. Kansas City put minus that, 15. Put that in as Nevada's pick because he, he locked that in. He said, give me six points on whatever the spread is. All right. Give me one second. I'll add him into the dock. Nevada. <laughs> Dude, he came in hot. The, sp- it was, the Sunday night games weren't even over. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even over. He was like, whatever it is, give me six. <laughs> and Nick, can you get me can you get me uh, odds on the alternate me, the alternate line? Yeah, let me see. All right, so I'm gonna move into the next game. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Should not have won on Monday. Traveling in to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. The 49ers are minus three and a half point favorites. The over under set for 37. Holy fucking shit. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? That's such a crazy. Sorry. All right. 49ers money line is minus 175. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers is plus 150. Okay. So I got news for you, Eric. As I look this game up. Tampa Bay playing with a rest disadvantage since 2019 since they played on Monday Night Football. They are 8-2 and two straight up, 7-3 and three against the spread. The San Francisco 49ers, 8-8 eight and eight straight up, 10-6 and six against the spread. Uh, KC oh. minus 14, by the way, Jermaine, plus 160. <laughs> oh, minus, <laughs> minus 15, right? Minus 15. Nevada said KC plus. minus 14 and a half is plus 170. Right. That's, yeah. that's what I'm going to write down. Yep. Yep. 170, which means it's very possible. <laughs> it's so, that's not even that that's wild. Amazing. That's so crazy, dude. It's Vegas agree. <laughs> Eric, do you want that bet? Plus 170. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm right my boss. Once you throw him something your way. Plus one seventy. That's so great, dude. I mean, that's... with all these winners I'm picking, I gotta take a gamble, you know. It's that one's gonna hit, bro. What are you talking about, dude? They're gonna win by thirty. All right, all right, all right. Who do you got in this Bucks Forty ers game, or what do you got? Tampa plus three and a half, and I'll take the under thirty-seven. Tampa Bay 
plus 3.5. What is that? Minus 150. And then Tampa Bay versus San Fran under 37. What a fucking wild number to just say out loud. I have no faith in Lance, and we've seen what the Bucks could do. And if it's not Trey the last, Lance is not playing. Who's playing? It's Trey Lance is out for the season. Oh, yeah, he's fella. done done. Who's, uh, then it's definitely not fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he done done. <laughs> All right, so now that Eric knows who the quarterback is for the 49ers. Regardless, I still don't know who it is. We didn't say it. I it's, Brock, it's not... Brock Purdy. You remember him yeah, from Iowa, Iowa State? Grad, I dude. thought you were going to say fucking Brock Eiswaller, dude. I was like, how'd they get him back? Bro, I think that dude's dead. <laughs> uh, I think I served him in Arizona one time. Baker signed with the Rams, Nevada. Get up to date news, please. <laughs> All right. The uh, very next matchup, we have the Carolina Panthers traveling in to Seattle to take on them Sheacocks. The Sheacocks are minus four and a half. The over-under is set for 44. Seahawks are minus 210. And Carolina is plus 180. So Steve Wilkes is an interim head coach right now. Carolina since 2019, however, coming off a of bye is 0-3 straight up and 0-3 against the spread. Their average margin of victory coming off of by Eric, minus 17. May I also interest you in this betting nugget? Teams after playing the Carolina Panthers this year are 1-9 straight up. Do you know who the Carolina Panthers played last week? The Carolina Panthers. Take the Seattle money line. Carolina was on by. It was a trick question. <laughs> All right. All right, Eric, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to buy points. I'm going to take Seattle by a touchdown. What are they at right now? Four and a half. Four and a half. Will you give me those odds? That's diabolical. Seahawks minus seven. I, that's got to be, what, plus 150 probably. I was Panthers happy, I was uh, minus seven plus four thirteen. Oh no, I'm doing plus seven. God damn it! No, I'm doing Seahawks. I'm an idiot. Uh, Seahawks minus seven, mine or plus one thirty. Oh, I was off by twenty. I was all, all over right. the place there, dude. Dude, I was just like Eric. You made the pick. How are you reading this <laughs> wrong? I'm, I'm, not using these glasses. That's my excuse this time. All right. Do you want anything with that over under 44? No. All right. Miami traveling into Los Angeles. They got flexed for the night game. The Chargers are – sorry, the Dolphins are minus three-and-a-half point favorites. The over under is set for 52. Dolphins' money line is minus 170, and Chargers' money line is plus 145. Oh. No nuggets? Nah, I wouldn't imagine. No. <laughs> I don't want to take action on this, but since you guys aren't taking picks, <laughs> what? I'll go terrible hard pass because I have no idea. It was I? I'm, I don't know. This feels. This strikes me as one of those Justin Herbert wins the game because they just lost to the Raiders. I want you know to take I mean? Chargers plus three and a half. Yeah, because you have them winning MVP this year, the division, the Super Bowl. Oh, no, I've, I've already marked all that as losses. 
<laughs> my guy, my guy I went heavy on the After charges. Canada lost Group F, I went in there and just changed all my best to L's <laughs> on my locks page. Fuck it, dude. I had no faith anymore. Fucking Canada. Fucking bums, dude. Bro, you were so high on them, too. Bro, they had the makings of a little, you know, run, dude. I agree with Nevada. QB shootout feels like the move for this Miami LA game, but the over under is so high. Yeah, so high. It's like how I many games actually hit over fifty this week? Like three, four. The Cowboys did it by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to Monday Night Football. We have the New or- New England Patriots traveling into Arizona to take on the Cardinals. The Patriots are minus one and a half point favorites. The over-under is set for 44. Minus 125 money line for New England. Plus 105 money line for the Cardinals. Don't believe it. We fade East Coast teams traveling to the West Coast in prime time. However, let me give you some more nuggets. Arizona coming off a bye. Cliff Kingsbury has been the head coach since 2019. Arizona is one and two, both straight up and against the spread coming off the bye. Uh, Also, New England, since 2019, playing with the rest advantage, is four and four straight up, three and five against the spread. Their opponent, the Arizona Cardinals, three and six straight up, four, four and one against the spread. Eric. Arizona money line. Adam Boy. Uh, East Coast tra- fade East Coast teams traveling west in prime time. Eric knows the motto. Arizona money line plus one hundred five. Nothing with the over under. Oh, I just I don't know which version of the Patriots are going to show up. I want to say under. Ah, fuck it, I'll take the under. Under forty four. Probably going to regret that halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> It's one of those Kyler Murray goes off in the yeah, first half. Four tutties and shit. <laughs> I, mean, Call, I mean, Call of Duty's been out for a while. He's probably already got a couple of good guns. So. All right. So for the listeners at home this week, Nick and myself have abstained. And instead, Nevada and Eric have submitted picks. Nevada has one pick slated for Kansas City, minus 14 and a half at plus 170. Eric has the Raiders, minus six. They has the Rams, Raiders, under 44 and a half. Minnesota money line. Philadelphia versus the Giants, under 44 and a half. Giants plus seven. Jets versus Buffalo, under 43 and a half. Buffalo money line. Cincinnati minus six. Cincinnati over 47. Tennessee minus three and a half. Kansas City minus nine and a half. Kansas City money line. Kansas City minus, minus 14 and a half. Solidarity, my brother. Tampa Bay plus three and a half. Tampa Bay versus San Francisco, under 37. Seattle minus seven. Arizona money line. And New England versus Arizona, under 44. That's a whopping large slate. Those are all good bets. So, good luck. Good luck, Eric. Yeah. Since we don't know how to pick games, you're the you're the room three three picker now. I hope you go. I hope you win all your bets. I never. I, root, I never. I never root for anybody to lose all their bets. I hope you go, Chris Davis, Ofer. I'm gonna join the Ball family. Never lost. Going undefeated. One, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, Le- seven, Le- Le- eight, Le- 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 Lemon Jello didn't work out too well for them, did he? 14, 15. Leangelo. Leangelo. That's right. Lemon <laughs> Yo, did you know that the Amon Ra and his brothers, their name is just Brown? 
Their dad added the saint. Yeah. To be a douche. No, it's <laughs> way better. Saint Brown. Nah. Equinemius Amon Ra. Isn't Amon Ra the sun god in Egypt? Yes, he is. Yeah. They're what's all named e- after. What's What's Equinemius? I don't know. Eric just said they're all, they're all named after, so he better know. <laughs> it's, all, it's all named after Egyptian. It's, it's all named after Egyptian stuff. All right. What's it? What's Equinemius? I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, hey. Eric. No, we can't bag Eric for that because, yo, his name is Equinemius Tristan Emotep J. St. Brown. Come on, my guy. You got you to gotta go with, like, one. Wow, bro. If that ain't the most Egyptian satanic <laughs> cult name if I've ever heard in my life. Jesus Christ. Say it again. His name is Emotep? Like his they put name, Emotep in that bitch? Equiminius Tristan Emotep J. St. Brown. What does the J stand for? Who the so fuck knows? It, it, the, his name is derived from uh, the dictionary calls Equanimous. It's calm and composed. But doesn't that's look his like root. Any and any Egyptian. So it's not a god, though. No. no, it's not a god. Is it a famous person in Egyptian history? Doesn't look like it. No. No. Okay. Yeah, just Amon Ra. Amon Ra is definitely the sun god. Yeah. <laughs> they have a third brother too. What's his name? Osiris. Joe. Osiris Saint Brown. <laughs> oh, actually, Osiris Adrian. And then there's Amon Ra, Julian Haru. Uh, it's, it's, this dude was smoking crack when he was naming his kids. My guy is. Does he is the father at least like an Egyptian professor, like an Egyptian? Here, cultural dude, that this, would this be is dope. That would this be is dope. where I got this is where I got mistaken. So equipment is whatever his fucking name is. His two middle names are Tristan Emotep. Yeah, we just talked about. So that. his so father is a guy named Egyptian John thing. Brown. He's an American bodybuilder. <laughs> I, I was just saying we just talked about that. That's so my guy John Brown is a bodybuilder. He won the amateur Mister Universe twice, eighty-one and eighty-two, and Mister World three times. Might work. Uh, he married a woman who is, uh, who a German woman who. Oh, it just says she's German. His German speaks fluent German with an American accent. Uh, okay. Join the club. Does she not have a history as well? That's all we she got doesn't. on this? You got a link to John Brown. You ain't. You don't have a link to uh, Miriam Brown. No link to Miriam Brown. Miriam Brown, mother of Equinemius and Amon Ra. That's all the Wikipedia says. Yeah. All right. So that's today's episode. Amon oh, no, we got to do head-to-head. I hope Eric's doing? ready. No, dude, bye week We're yeah, doing a bye week on head-to-head, no, too? I'm just fucking with you. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I, I always forget about head-to-head. All right, so I'm first, right? Yep. For use. Classic loser. Ooh, this is a fascinating slate of games. What do, what do I want? What do I want here? Mm-mm-mm. Man. Mm-mm-mm. 
I want to take. I'll take. Oh man! <laughs> Give me Jets plus nine and a half. I want Cardinals money line. Casey, so um, Nevada would like me to go Casey Denver to overtime. Eric, do you have the odds Casey Denver to go to overtime? If you don't, I can pull them up on the best on the best website for betting, Ovada.com. Uh, for Stop overtime. <laughs> Casey Timber to overtime. Overtime, overtime. Yes, it's plus thirteen hundred. I'll take I'll take pizza money on that. So Kansas City versus Denver. Overtime. How is he gonna hit minus fourteen and a half in overtime? Who's to say? Oh geez. What was the what was the line, Nick? Plus Thirt- what? Uh for 13, what? Thir- plus thirteen hundred? Yeah. To go to overtime? All right. See. Let's be, by virtue of this, Nevada's going one and one. <laughs> well, actually, he could go all with two. That for sure. Well, I, I think Nevada would like me to take. Uh, ne- Nevada is not betting that. Uh, he would like me to take Casey Denver to go to overtime. Now he's just giving more bets. What's Pitt? Pitt Baltimore to overtime. Get Baltimore to overtime, Eric. <laughs> he gets so annoyed. So grumpy, dude. No, I. No, I'm hangry. He always humps and puffs when we Shut up. (laughs) Eric, I hope you win no games. Plus 1,200 for overtime. I love you from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) You might be the grandfather of my next kid. I hope you go over. The grandfather? You're fucking his daughter? What's going on here? Hopefully. How does that... I'm just like, how does that work? Nevada would just like me to hit an OT game. If you if if I bet every game to go to OT, what profit do you think I would make? How, so this year it's you would be up. Well, there's been twice, an overtime. Right? There's been an overtime game like seven times this year. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I, I was so close on hitting the fucking Raiders, Casey, and the oh, Denver. Oh, dude, you were. No, no. Yeah, ties is ties. There's, Two games have tied, but yeah. Two two have tied. Yeah, the Raiders alone have like four overtime games. Crazy. The Broncos, wait, hold on. The Broncos might have four. The Raiders probably have three. Those two teams just don't win in regulation. Can't. Not when you're scoring 17 points. All right, thank you for joining us. You guys have anything else for the listeners? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>